Hey, everybody. I'm John Dwoskin, an executive advisor and business coach. I work with successful business people who are stuck and want to take their company to the next level. Today, though, get ready to grow your business big, very big. In just a few seconds, you'll meet a dynamic business owner, executive, or salesperson willing to share the best practices that fuel their growth and success. Each interview is no more than 15-ish minutes long, so you can quickly learn effective tools to put into your business today. Please listen with new ears, and let's get to learning, let's get to growing, and let's get to thinking big. Everybody, and welcome back to today's show. I'm really excited to have Julie Silver on the show today. She is somebody I've known for a long, long time. Uh, She is uh, my acupuncturist, and uh, she has been a huge help in my life. Uh, She started and owns the Michigan Associates of Acupuncture and Integrative Medicine in Michigan, and she is a talented person who has started a phenomenal company, and I'm excited, Julie, to have you on the show today. Uh, Fill in the gaps and tell us a little bit more about you and your business, how it got started, and you know anything you want to chat about today. Okay. Hi, John. Thanks so much hey, for Julie. having me. Um, yeah, I uh, midlife, I made a career change. I have a background in, in business and marketing and went to acupuncture school in Chicago. And when I finished, I moved back to Michigan, started out as a sole practitioner, w- renting a space in two rooms the first year out of a physician's office. And um, thank God for my business background because I slowly began to grow my practice opened my own space in 2001 and over the last really 17 years have grown and established, uh, I think a very solid integrative medicine practice in West Bloomfield, Michigan. Um, you know, I would say that our practice, you know, being in Michigan, we're in a state where at the time I started acupuncture was, uh, really not something commonly sought out, but over the last you know, 17 years, it's become more and more certainly well-known, more and more reputable, and in Michigan, more and more sought after. So we, as a practice, we've grown along with the awareness of the benefits of acupuncture. Um, So I'm very, very grateful uh, that I have the skill set to be an acupuncturist and to be a business owner. Well, that's great. And I have a couple questions about acupuncture, but first I want to dive into something you said, you know, kind of midlife. So, you know, I think for a lot of people listening, you know, a lot of people are kind of at a midlife piece where they think, God, I want to do something new. I mean, you really, you know, dove in. I mean, what was the bridge like for you to, I don't know what age midlife you considered that, but, you know, for you to make that jump and just do something completely new and something that wasn't mainstream? Yeah. I mean, great question. You know, I was, uh, I was in my 30s. I was living in Chicago. I was um, jumping around in different marketing and sales jobs and, you know, was good at it, but it wasn't personally satisfying. And at the same time, on a personal level, I was seeking out integrative medicine, you know, to help me with kind of day-to-day health challenges. Um, And it was just like almost an aha moment when I, I... knew that I I wanted to get out of what I was doing and try something completely different. And at that time, I wasn't really aware that there were acupuncture schools that you could go to. Um, and it was like the perfect storm where I found out about a school in Chicago. I went and checked it out, and I, I just decided to take the leap of faith um, and, you know, go to school and it's an extensive training. It's almost four years and there are national boards. So 
I worked for a bit of the time while I went to school, and then I actually just became a full-time student. So um, it was definitely um, the unknown and uncharted territory and um, a lot of risk. And um, But yet there was some guiding force uh, that really kept me going, and, and I, I, it worked out very well. You know, you have to be willing to risk. I guess that's what I would say. Right. Well, that is true, and much... Um easier said than done, but kudos to you for having the courage to really jump and, and listening to the guiding force. I think that's what a lot of people don't do is, you know, we all have these whispers and these signs and these um, things that we want to do. And there are many people in life that actually jump and do them. And there's probably more so of people that don't. So can you talk for a minute just about kind of what this guiding force felt like and you know, and what it would have, what it would have felt like not to pursue what was guiding you. Cause that's sometimes yeah. it's hard to put your finger on exactly what that is. You know, in a way it is. And it's a, really a combination of, of looking at what wasn't working in my life. Um, and, you know, being in a career that really wasn't rewarding at a deeper level, but yet I knew I had the skill set to do it. I was always successful in whatever I did. I made decent money um, I succeeded in sales. I learned how to market, but really it was an empty, an emptier feeling. I wouldn't say it was that black and white. Um, and it wasn't an overnight kind of, uh, decision. It was, a, um, years of kind of a restlessness inside, a restlessness for wanting something more. And I would say, you know, on a personal level, I'm kind of a seeker. So I, I just knew that I wanted something, I, you know, more in my life, um, you know, an acupuncture and and opening my clinic has really allowed me to just combine all my skills. You know, I have I have a master's in social work, which I applied a lot in my sales setting very successfully. And now in my acupuncture practice, I apply everything. I'm a you know, I bring my social work skills to being a good acupuncturist. I bring my sales and marketing skills to managing and running a business, and I'm able to really. You know, I never would have thought that 17 years later I would be in the same job because I never really stayed in a job more than two to three years and I got bored. So, right. um, you know, I think once you find that and, you know, it sticks and I would just encourage everybody to just really check in and keep keep searching. That's yeah. I mean, that is such great advice. One of my favorite quotes by Anthony Robbins is success minus fulfillment equals failure. And um, that's in in essence kind of what you're talking about, the restlessness and the not happiness. And so many people go through life with their in their jobs, not a career, very bored and restless and unhappy. And I talk to a lot of people that will say, well, if I, I if I if this would happen, I would do this or I want to do this. But, you know, and we've talked to a lot of people on the podcast also that will do something while they're currently working. So they have some money coming in and you know, they, they, they put an extra 20 hours a weekend to build something while they're currently making a paycheck. So there's different levels of, of risk that people take. But kudos to you for, for really making that jump and listening to the guiding force to push you forward. Let's talk for a second just a little bit about what acupuncture does. I want to tell people how I met you. Uh, I'm 45 years old. When I was 30 years old, I was diagnosed with testicular cancer. Um, I had 17 treatments of radiation. I was, uh, I am strong and healthy and, um, was fortunate to not have it really 
affect my life, but my radiation oncologist suggested that I go and get acupuncture to kind of balance out my nervous system a little bit because I was going through much, uh, through so much, and there was a lot of stress going on in my body. And so that's how I ultimately, Julie, got to you. And so we've known each other now for 15 plus years, and um, you've done a tremendous amount of work on uh, me. I felt the benefits, my wife, and so many people that I know go to you and I've referred to you. So, but for those of you, for those of people who don't really understand what acupuncture is, uh, can you kind of describe it in a, in a quick summary so it's, you know, they can see if it's a fit for them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, I can't believe it's been that long since I've known you. Um, but, um, you know, acupuncture is an energy medicine and it's, based on the theory that our body has its own ability to promote healing and move towards healing. You know, sometimes when we hear the word energy, we immediately, we can't relate because it's not in our medical model. But when I think about our bodies and I think what allows a cut to heal, what allows us to get over a cold, what allows a sneeze to happen, a baby to be born, kind of those intangible movements and changes in our body, that's really when I think of energy. And we know our bodies have an ability to heal, as many people do heal from many illnesses or they get to a, they move forward in their healing. Acupuncture supports that. It promotes our own body's energy and ability to heal. And that's kind of the simplest way that I could describe it. Um, I, I use analogies and an analogy that I, I like to use is that if our body were a house, acupuncture helps build our foundation. You know, we need a strong foundation, especially as we get older, especially in the world we live in, Um, you know, with so much information coming at us and, you know, environmental toxins and and that inflammation. It's, you know, we need to have a strong basement and that's really what acupuncture helps to build. You know, I'm going to give two examples because I think it'll maybe shed some light for people who aren't familiar with um, acupuncture and how it works. But um, two examples. One, and I don't know if, if, if this is a, a great example, but um, just balancing your nervous system for me. I mean, when I know I have a lot going on and my body just can't seem to settle down. Um, and I, by the way, I have Western medicine doctors and Eastern medicine doctors. I believe in, I believe in both. So I'm not giving medical advice right now. But I find that when I get acupuncture, it really kind of balances my nervous system and clears my head. So I'm, I don't feel that kind of that angst where you can't settle down. But another story I'll share is I once had this thing where my legs were just like, like they were like, I don't know, they had this like feeling where like it was uncomfortable, like to touch, um, kind of like when your legs are cold and you kind of walk into a, um, heat and I couldn't figure out what it was. And I went to the doctor and they said, you know, it's some type of something. We don't know what it is, but it could last up to a year. And I came to you and two sessions, it was gone. Uh, my wife once broke out into this rash all over her body, and the doctor said it would same thing. It was going to like last six months to a year. It was from stress. Um, there was some stuff going on that um, that caused this out of stress just to come out of her body. And she went and got acupuncture, and two sessions after, it all went away because it got rid of a lot of the heat in her body. Again, I'm making no medical claims here, um, but it has been. Those are just a couple examples um, of people of what happened to us and. People that I know go to acupuncture go to uh, maintain stress and um, it, and things of that nature. So I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but who are your kind of typical clients, Julie? I mean, you know, it's funny with with our practice. We have four acupuncturists. We see over 150 patients a week. In some sense, we never know 
who's going to walk in the door? I mean, um, you know, we see a lot, um, a real obvious thing people come to us for is muscular skeletal issues, any type of pain, um, injury, you know, inflammation in the body. Really, we can work on anything. You know, we do a lot with women's health, a lot with infertility, digestive issues, sleep, asthma. Again, getting back to this idea of an integrative approach, you know, we always look at the whole body. Um, and I believe strongly, like you said, it isn't any one modality. We work a lot with physicians. Um, we get referrals from physicians. You know, we do a lot of referring out and we feel that we're, it, as I always tell my patients, you know, it takes, it takes a group, a village to help us, <laughs> you know, help us stay healthy and well. And I'm grateful to be a p- part of many people's village and team. Yeah. I'm grateful to have uh, you as part of my village as well. Um, Let me ask you a question. So in our last couple minutes together, is there any piece of advice or article or a book or some piece of wisdom that you want to share as we, uh, in our last couple minutes together? Yeah. I mean, I think um, you had asked us to think about some books that that, um, made a difference in our life. And, you know, a couple professional books that I liked, um, there was actually a book written by the guys who run Zingerman's. His name is Ari Weisenzweig. He wrote a book called A Lapsed Anarchist Approach to Building a Great Business. And it talks about the power of visioning and writing a vision of greatness. And that's different from a mission statement back in the day. Remember, I don't know if you remember, we had to write mission statements. Oh, of course, yeah. And, um, you know, I really use that a lot with my team. Um, We went through a whole series of writing our office vision statement. I just picked up a book that's very intriguing. I haven't read much of it yet, but it's called On Emotional Intelligence. It's from the Harvard Business Review. And they come out with a collection of books on ideas and best practices. And this is probably 10 chapters of different leaders in the field. And it's a business book talking about emotional intelligence in the work setting. Um, On a personal level, two other things. One is I love Pema Chodron. She writes about uh, really just facing our fears and and living with uncertainty. And we all have to do with that. And then um, NPR has this program called This I Believe. And many years ago, they had a... Uh, Brian Glazer, who's a producer, uh, spoke about disrupting his comfort zone. And I printed that off, and that's just a great little, like, one-page piece. So uh, I'm staying um, staying with the uncomfortable. So those are some things I would recommend. I love it. I love it. Julie, tell people how they can get a hold of you. And, um, and it's, I'm sure people, when they hear this, are going to want to uh, check you out on your website or give you a buzz. Yeah, I mean, basically our website is acupuncturinmichigan.com. Acupuncture has only one C at the beginning and not two. Many people spell it wrong. Acupuncturinmichigan.com. We're on Orchard Lake Road in West Bloomfield, Michigan. Um, You know, our office number is 248-737-7126. I'm sure if you Googled us, you'll find us as we always... uh, we always try to be on top of Google's list. Another tidbit that's very helpful, too. <laughs> so. All right, good. All right, good. Julie, I can't thank you enough for what you've done for me over the last 15-plus years and my family. Uh, thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate your thoughts, your wisdom, and your advice and your story. It will impact many people for the positive, and thank you very much. Okay, John, you have a great day. All Thanks right. again. Have a great day, Julie. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, John. Thank you for listening to the Think Big Movement podcast. For show notes and links to anything we talked about, please visit johndwaskin.com. For additional best business practices, you may enjoy my latest book, 
the Think Big movement. Grow your business big, very big. Lastly, if you want to talk to me about advising and coaching your business, please email me, john at johndwaskin.com. Text or call me at 248-535-7796. Have an amazing day, an amazing week, and as always, think big.